This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and I've got Sunny with me right here, and we are coming to you from the old craft room. Yes, yes, we are all snuggled in. It was a very foggy morning today, and we had to explain that Sunny to Sunny that the world was not gone. It was still there. Because when we were going on our walk, he couldn't see the world, and neither could we. And it was dark when we walked this morning. And uh, so it was quite a... He's never seen fog before, so it was quite quite fun. Um, and uh, I have a... Um, uh, okay, big revelation. I cleaned my garage. I know. I know. I know. Yes, yes, it was a huge task. And... Um, well, I could actually say it was... Uh, and it was a lot of craft stuff out there. That's why I'm bringing it up. Um uh, and it was really, really, well, it was imperative that I get out there and, uh, clean it because, uh, it's a two car garage. We had two cars smushed into there. And, uh, let's just say, uh, my craft supplies were oozing out into the spaces around between and under the cars. And it was again, becoming a bit of a hazard. So it was really, really, really important for me to take stock, go through, lean down, clean up, rebox, reorganize. And, um, I think I did a pretty darn good job. It wasn't perfect. There's still a lot of stuff that I have to go through, um, but it's uh, at least contained in areas. So now I know how many books I have to draw from, how much fabric I have, how much this I have, how much that I have. And uh, let's see, I keep my file folders out there. What else is out there? Um, uh, like rolls of paper, miscellaneous paper. And um, um, let's see. Um extra wooden stamps like uh, rubber stamps yes I have extra that won't fit in the in the craft room it's embarrassing but it's true right sunshine yes yeah mom has a little addiction <laughs> to rubber stamps <laughs> thank thank you son for throwing me under the bus yeah no problem mom okay <laughs> uh, I also took stock of my uh tapes glues and um uh, uh so I Brought in all the Fabrifix I had in the garage and I brought it into the craft room because now I have room for it because I've gone through so much Fabrifix. And I brought in like, well, I don't know, maybe 10 rolls of uh, packing package sealing tape because I go through that pretty fast. And also um, I organized where my packing tape and stuff like that is. I even counted how many toilet paper rolls I have so that I know I have enough for a while um, in case, um, you know, there's another Corona flare and the toilet paper magically disappears. I got enough for a while. I'm good. I'm good. I'm okay. And uh, <laughs> what's it? Uncle Russ always says, all you need is a washcloth and a spray bottle and you'll be fine. Okay. Thanks, uh, Uncle Russ. <laughs> but um uh, so yeah, so some semblance of normalcy has come to the garage area and, uh, it, it's really a bit of an art form and an acrobatic act to keep the craft creep, um, in line. So it doesn't overwhelm the homestead cause it could easily do that. 
And uh, so I'm trying, I am containing things. I, I cleaned up my craft room, like superficially, I cleaned all the counters. I think I told you about that. And then I cleaned the garage. That was the next big thing. Then I have the, um, well, of course we're not done. We, we haven't deep dived into any of the drawers in my craft room, which I really, 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 really need to do. And that's my goal over for like the December days. I'd like to spend going through and those and taking stock of what I actually have. I also got a good idea of what kinds of papers I have, loose leaf papers, um, tracing paper, graph paper, ledger paper, um, pretty papers, uh, construction paper, stickers, handmade paper, uh, sketchbook paper, you know, scrapbook paper. I, now I've got a good visual because I've, I've, I've put it all in my craft room and I've pulled it out of the garage and now I know what I got. There we go. There it's, I'm looking at it right now. That's how much I got. <laughs> and I uh, got my wallpapers organized and, um, they're still like in the, in the fundal world. I've got to organize some stuff there, get everything into categories. I like to do categories with the fundals. Like, um, um, I have like a, a nature section, um, a science section, a foreign language section, uh, um, um, why can't I think of them? I, I make these all the time. Um, you know what I mean? I have these different categories that I, I, I collect books in different categories so that I can offer different pages from these different categories and people, in case people have interests. And it, it's a great way to expose people to different things if they never knew about something like uh, mechanical engineering book pages or, um, you know, how to raise a horse back in the 1800s pages or, you know, uh, just really cool things. And, uh, so I'm now swiveling over and looking at my crap, scrap trunk. <laughs> yes, there it is, looking at me like the giant burgeoning monster that it, that it is. And um, I don't know, I got some ideas for it. Um, I think it's, it, I don't know, we'll just see. I'm, I'm percolating on some ideas for it and um, um, that, that, that'll be coming. So just stay tuned for that. So, yeah, so I, you know, just snuggling into December, settling in, um, you know, I, I would say that uh, just kind of, you know, trying to get organized and getting ready for the new year and that kind of mapping things out and planning forward and, you know, thinking about um, what I want to do with the paper outpost and um, uh, how I can spend uh, time with you guys and, and share ideas and things like that. So, um uh, yeah, it's always it's always a bit of a um, an experiment uh, in creativity, um, and it's it's fun to try new things. So um, who knows who knows who knows what's going to happen next? But just stay tuned, and uh, we will we'll take it from there and just have some fun with it. Uh, I thought maybe today we'd answer some crafty questions. Let's see what we got going. Um, I'll pull up. Let's see. Um, what's going on? Who's asking what? Who wants to know what? That's Holly in the background. Uh, if you haven't, uh, if you didn't guess already or you don't know Holly, he's my African gray parrot. And he is a little uh, trooper. He has been with me here since the beginning of the paper outpost. And... Um, uh, so there you go. Yeah. Oh, uh, and a little update. If you didn't, if you haven't heard yet what I'm going to do with the podcast, nothing is changing on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's going to remain pure new material, pure audio. And uh, then on other days, I may salt and pepper in some video podcasts 
um, on Spotify. That's where you can actually watch the video podcast. So these might, I might be drawing from my database of um, videos I've already made and put them out there to hopefully expose people who have never seen, uh, you know, junk journals and junk journal things. If you've already seen the videos, um, uh, uh, then you've already seen the videos. But if you haven't seen them and you want to take a peek on a different platform, um, there's they should be uh, there should be two or three now on uh, Spotify, and I'm labeling them differently. They're going to be called video podcast. I think I have season one, episode one and two out officially so far. So I'm just going to kind of you know uh, salt and pepper those in on the other days when I don't do the regular audio podcast. Okay, so let's see now. How do I do this again? Comments. Okay. Comments. Okay, and we're going to go to contains questions and we'll just see what everybody's asking. Pam, have you ever heard of Twitch and maybe trying that out once or twice, etc.? Just an idea. Twitch, I've heard of it. I don't know what it is. It, I, I, I know it's something to do with it's either a selling platform or a social media platform, but I will look into it because I have vaguely heard of it but I, I really don't know anything about it honestly so I will look into that um twitch okay I'm writing it down thank you Che Che thank you um Debbie Debbie said have you ever used Kool-Aid unsweetened of course to color paper I was thinking to use it to make different colors I have not done it myself but I have heard of many people doing it and they seem to have grand success and they say the colors are great and I think you can blend the colors too to get different uh, colors together um but yeah I agree with you use the unsweetened kind because really all you want is the pigment you don't want the the uh, crystallization of a sugar on there um but uh, yeah, there you go. I, I say have at it. I, I, I have heard grand success from people. Um, the other thing is food color. A lot of people will use food color. Food color, um, it tends to be quite intense and it gives you a good uh, kickback color. So um, I have experimented with food color as well and I've been very happy with the results. I was using some really expensive um, Bombay inks before, which also gives you a great color because it's very intense, uh, but it's a, certainly a lot more expensive to do it that way. And it's, it's just color, you know, so um, there you go. Uh, maybe some is light fast, some is not. I don't know. But these are just fun papers to play with in our journal. So, you know, I think it's all good. And um, let's see. Okay. My mind is wondering how to put all three into one multi-pocket. Ah, okay. So um, Joan was looking at the how to make Christmas pockets, tags, and tucks if you have no Christmas scrapbook paper or anything like that. Um, that video just came out, I think, Monday. And um, um, so that one, she wants to know if you could do like a three-in-one multi-pocket. Sure, why not? Go for it. Um, um, you can do a layered approach to pockets. That's a lot of fun. Uh, we've done a lot of layered um, or multi-pocketed book page pockets, but you could certainly do it with Christmas elements. Um, your pockets can be in the shape of Christmas stockings or Christmas trees or Christmas presents or, um, you know, anything that you would think of, like wreaths or something like that. Um, angels, something that might symbolize Christmas and have fun with it. And um, uh, that might be a lot of fun. And, um, you know, you could even take old greeting cards and cut out old images from them and uh, glue them in and make those your pockets because the greeting cards are a nice thickness and they'll give you a nice sturdy little pocket. Uh, just another little random idea there. Um, Okie dokie. Oh, okay. Somebody, uh, uh, I think it's Phase Storm or Fozzy Storm, I'm not sure. 
Um, where do you find the, I think she says newsletter, not knees letter. And I was like, what's a knees letter? Is that some old, old letter from a ledger from the knees family? No, it's the newsletter, Pam. <laughs> um, okay. So if you have, um, the PC or if you have a computer, it's in the drop down description box below every video, you're going to see a link to the uh, free monthly emailed newsletter and uh, you get a free digital image emailed to you every month, a checklist of supplies to look for when you're making junk journals, a note from the bookmaker, which you can print out, change the wording, leave it as is, change the font. Um, it comes in a Word, Word doc and a PDF and um, something fun to stick in the front of a, a journal to help people understand what a junk journal is and how to use it. Um, the newsletter link is there. I believe you can see this stuff somehow on the phone and I don't know if you can see it on the, um, uh, on the, um, um, the tablets, like the iPad and that. But, uh, if you're looking for the link to the newsletter, it is there and, um, you should be able to also see it if you go to the other social media platforms, look at, look up the paper outpost on Instagram. It should be in the description under most of the posts and also, um, go on Pinterest. It should be in some of the descriptions, I think. And also, um, where else? Those are the prime ones. Yeah. I would say those would be the prime ones where you could find that link. And, uh, I should probably post a link in the, the community so you can find it. That, that might not be a bad idea on YouTube because I know not, well, I don't know if everybody can find the community tab if you're not, if you're on the phone and stuff. I know it's a little tricky once you leave the PC, um, cause everything gets smaller, you know, it just gets smaller. Um, okay. Uh, here is some, okay. This is, um, uh, Blossom, who asked, somewhere in my sordid past, I seem to remember something about adding a bit of white vinegar when dyeing fabric to make the colors stay. Is this right or just a hallucination? I have the same hallucination, Blossom. I remember that. There was something about uh, vinegar would make the dye lock into the fabric and it wouldn't run or bleed so much. Uh, almost like a, uh, what's that word? Not mortar. It's um it's come something like that, but it's, it's a, it's a word. It, it means it's going to like make it color fast or, uh, whether it truly works a hundred percent. I don't know. I do remember trying it way back when I think I was tie dyeing something many, many years ago. And I tried the, uh, vinegar thing. And I remember when I went to wash the thingy, it definitely lost color and bled into my other clothing. One of those learning experiences in life. You remember, you know, we've all done that at some point. Um, to this day, I have a, a separated, allocated red slash pink load. So everything just enhances itself over and over and over and over again. Um, so, yep, got the uh, the darks, the lights, uh, the whites, and the pink, pink red load. Yep. Um, so um, I would say, you know, I actually, what have I heard of? Oh, I can tell you that if you when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You add a little bit of baking uh, soda to your avocado dye, it will take it from an orangey pink and turn it to a more of a, I want, I want to call it 
it's not a blue pink, but it's more um, pinky pink as opposed to orangey pink. So if you want more of a pinky pink, like a dusty rose pinky pink, kind of Victorian pinky pink, add a little bit of um, like maybe a tablespoon or something like that in your water. And, and that should give it more of a of that pinky pink. There you go. Um, do you use the same brush? Oh, now I'm worried what she's going to ask. <laughs> this is the do you clean your brushes thing. Okay. Gwen is asking, do, do you use the same brush with different colors of ink while you are stenciling one project? Well, I'm pretty sure I did that on the video of how to make Christmas pockets, tags, and tucks. And um, okay, so daubers, uh, the sponges, I, I have what I call broader categories. I have maybe a bunch of different browns, but I use one brown dauber for all of them. I have a bunch of different greens, one spongy green dauber for all of them and, and the like. And I have a, one for pinks and one for blues, and then I have one for black. Now... For the paddle brushes, which I use for stenciling, um, originally I, I had a bunch of paddle brushes, but um, the handles broke, so I was down to one paddle brush, so I used the same paddle brush for everything, and I got a lot of cross-pollination between my inks, but I was actually okay with it because in the vintage, primitive, rustic kind of look I'm going for, the the you know antiquarian sort of look, those muted colors tend to be your friend. And uh, so I don't mind a little cross-pollination here or there, but if you're concerned at all and you want to keep your colors pure, yeah, definitely use different brushes. But um, honestly, I use the same brush and I just, I go from pink to brown and I do get some mixing and it does happen, but I'm okay with it because it all sort of looks like uh, it was planned. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, and usually when you buy those uh, paddle brushes, they come in a set. You know, you can either get them uh, a set with a bunch in a different sizes or you can get like a, a set of four big ones or something like that. And I think I just bought the set of four big ones recently because my, my one last big paddle brush with its little stick of uh, handle finally broke. And uh, um, so, yeah, now I got some new ones. I actually forgot I had them and I was just continuing to use the one in the and redipping it into the different colors. There you go. That's how it goes around here. Um Truth be told at the paper outpost. <laughs> um, Wendy, Wendy says, well, 10 inches of snow out there and below zero wind chill. What, what to do? What to do? Oh, Pam and Sonny are on this, on the snow can wait till later. Uh, uh, you had me at something out of nothing hugs. Oh, that was cute. Okay. Um, she was also watching the Christmas pockets and tags, how to make Christmas pockets and tags. And, um, yeah, I guess some, some, everybody around the country is experiencing different weather of all sorts. Um, so it's, it's, you know, you think December and you think cold and you think, well, some places get snow and, and frostiness and probably, you know, they have Frosty the Snowman and they're making snowmen and snow forts and having fun. I hope you're having fun out there in the snow. And uh, I was just a little cold Canadian that had to get out of the snow because I didn't do snow and cold well. So I came, I came uh, hop skipping down to Florida to, to unthaw. Uh, that was the plan. Um, uh, oh, okay. So somebody, this is a good question. Mon Mon asks, uh, uh, regarding handmade paper, can you fold it without any cracks? Me personally, no, my handmade paper will crack. It's kind of got the consistency of an egg carton. You know, that feeling it's a little bit thinner than that, but it has that feel. So if you tried to fold it, it would, it would crack. And uh, sometimes I kind of, I, I do fold it and crack it and make bookmarks and things like that out of it, which is a lot of fun. Um, 
So uh, I have not perfected the craft to make it as if it was a beautiful writing paper or um, a stationary paper or anything like that. It's a little bit thicker, mixed media art type paper just to use for, um, you know, creativity, making cards. Um, you know, I'd have to cut a piece out to put on the front of a card or, um, you know, just, uh, maybe doing some collage or something like that with, uh, but it's very beautiful paper and it has many, many different uses. You're only limited to your imagination. So go out there and have some fun, Mon Mon. And, um, if, Obviously, there is handmade paper that is thin enough to fold, and I do not know, or I have not, I have not done that myself. I, 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 I always get the thick stuff for some reason. It just comes out that way. Um, okay, so here is a question on the teabag tuckables uh, video. Um, as I watch you trying to rip your paper so it would be wide enough to fit your washi tape, I thought, no, I'm, I'm recording a video my, or a podcast, my love. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, he's like, are you calling me? <laughs> I, I said, he said, I thought, why don't you stick the washi tape on first, then cut your paper? Makes sense, right? Um, I love both tutorials for the teabag tuckables. You have great ideas. Okay. Uh, this is from Janet, Janet in Canada. Hello, Canadian Janet. Um, uh, I, you know, I don't remember the exact moment of how all that happened in the teabag tuckables, but I'm going to roll with what you said probably makes more sense because I know how it is when you're, you're watching a video and you're saying to yourself, why didn't she just do this? It seems so obvious to do that. Um, so there you go there. Uh, you were probably right. <laughs> okay. Um, Okay, Souffle53 said, sad to hear about your family. Oh, I have um, like five family members that came down with COVID uh, right after Thanksgiving. They all gathered for Thanksgiving, 12 of them and five of them got it. And uh, two ended up in the hospital and they are getting better slowly. So fear not. And, and thank you so much for everybody's concern and well wishes. And I know so many of you are either personally struggling with this or you have friends or family members who are or have been struggling with it in all ways, shapes or forms. So my prayers go out to everybody who's dealing with this. But um, I never catch where you buy your stencils from. What is the name? Thanks and wishing the best for your family. Um, also, I signed up for the newsletter. And um, uh, what else? Uh, she says she has not received one yet. Okay, so if you have not received, I don't know how soon you signed up. She just posted this three days ago. But um, um, go ahead and in your email system, punch in newsletter paper outpost and see if you can find it because sometimes it gets put in a different folder if you use outlook sometimes it gets put in the promotions folder and a lot of people will find it in there and not realize it's there as opposed to the primary folder um, the other thing you can do is um, make pam at the paper outpost a safe contact or pamela at the paper outpost a safe contact so that your your filters won't filter it out um, check in your spam and your junk mail uh, folders see if it got put in there by accident and if you're still not finding it or seeing it then just shoot me um, your email address to pam at the paper outpost.com and I will check for it manually to confirm whether it's there or not and um, um, we'll see if we can get it uh, rocking and roller for you there so there you go um, it's usually a filter issue um, nine times out of ten and uh, where did you get your stencils from okay so uh, where I get my stencils from primarily are, um, 
uh, I usually buy them in bulk and I buy them either on eBay or AliExpress or Etsy. Um, I don't know if I've ever bought any on Amazon. Maybe, no, maybe I did. Maybe I did buy some. I think I brought the tree on Amazon, the tree branches. Um, so those are my main sources. And if I go on eBay, I'll, I'll go, I'll just type in stencils or leaf stencil or word stencil, something like that. Um, and uh, I will I will click price lowest to highest and I'll just start scrolling backwards and, and looking for um, uh, interesting collections with a good price on it. And there's actually quite a few uh, options for you there. Another great place to get stencils is through AliExpress. Um, everything comes from China, which the stuff that you buy at eBay all came from China, too. And um, it just is already, I think, in America. But if you buy it from AliExpress, it's, you know, on average, it's going to be about half the price, but takes twice as long to get here. So just uh, especially with the supply chain thing, it might take 10 times as long to get here. But it, I think it will get here. It's just going to take a little time. And uh, so if you're in no stencil emergency, um, that is an option. Um, but then also a lot of people who sell on Etsy will buy things from AliExpress or from eBay and um, at lower prices and they will resell them on Etsy in uh, organized fashion at higher prices. So that's another source if you want to get things a little faster. Um, and probably, I guess, Amazon might be the fastest way to get stuff if you really had a stencil emergency. Um, uh, and I'm sure they sell uh, lots of different stencils there. But uh, yeah, I don't particularly have one stencil company that I always buy from. I just I just look to see what I think looks pretty and to buy it and uh, probably buy too many. I have a little stencil addiction, too. Actually, I, you, I truth be told, I just bought some stencils about a week and a half ago. I don't need any more stencils, but um, I'm just ready for a new fresh set for the year. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And um, I think I did actually buy them on AliExpress, so I'm just going to sit and wait, sit and wait forever. And, um, um, okay. <laughs> Uh, Melissa says, this is funny. Um, she says, just started watching and can we just take a moment to admire the clear workspace? <laughs> oh, oh, how envious I am. Oh, okay. Now we definitely know she just started watching because you happen to come in on a week where I cleaned, um, um, actually I cleaned multiple times a week, but I had a really big, uh, craft-a-thon not that long ago and there was stuff everywhere and I was buried and um, uh, as many of you, you may have seen my little crafting space shrinks shrinks shrink and I'm working about like on a you know six by six area on a giant desk because there's so much stuff but um, I do have to clean it out several times a week just so that it, things can function and um, so yeah um, it's it's a never-ending thing and that's just part of the uh, life of being a crafter you're going to pull stuff out you're going to create a mess and and uh, you may or may not clean it up I don't care hey <laughs> uh, it's all good just keep crafting keep having fun with it and that's that's all that really matters um, right Sonny you got anything else to say I would like some um Cheddar cheese popcorn, please, Mom. Could you please hand me one little kernel? Um, well, we'll we'll talk about that later. Great. All right. <laughs> yes. Okay. So um, that's what's happening here, and um, I hope you guys are having a great day. All is well. Um, keep crafting. Keep having fun. And uh, I can't wait to talk to you really soon. Um, I have my fundals available for sale in my Etsy shop. They're uh, collections of old papers. Vintage papers, uh, antique ledger, old postcards, um, old hand, not old hand, well, vintage hand dyed uh, book pages, um, 
magazine pages, uh, just really cool things that, uh, to make junk journals from. So if you would like one of those, I will uh, package that up and mail it to you. And also I have my Etsy shop where I sell vintage digikits, uh, their collections, um, five pages of uh, images that you can print out um, on all sorts of different theme- themes. There's about 130 different sets right now. And uh, you might find fun things from, you know, Victorian style, vintage style, uh, animals, birds, nature, butterflies, dragonflies, you name it. There's all sorts of fun things there um, to explore. And um, you can find me on Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. I have an Amazon shop if you're looking for favorite tools and supplies that you see me use on the videos. And if you had fun here, please like, subscribe, and share. Click the notification bell. I don't know if there's a bell here. I just, I just say that because it's on my list here. And most of all, remember that fun can be simple. And create, oh, that's what I have this new, did I tell you I have a merchandise shop now? Um, You can buy t-shirts and and, um, mugs and and totes and and sweatshirts. Uh, So if you need anything like that for Christmas, it'll, most of them say create with reckless abandon on them. And I think I'm going to add some new things too, but uh, those are what I have up there right now. And uh, the link is in the drop down description box below the video on the PC. You can find it. And uh, I think it's going to be on the Instagram links as well, maybe the latest one. So I'll, I'll make sure to put that in there in case you're looking for it. Um, but uh, there you go, folks. That's pretty much it. Have an awesome day. Have crafty fun. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.